Hey everyone, and welcome to another edition of the Fantasy Stooges podcast. I'm Daniel, and with me are co-hosts Jacob and Will. Hey, what's up? <laughs> Man, you know, the past week was, once again, nuts. And there's there's a few things to take away from it. What, what kind of takeaways did you have from this past week? Well, as a Robbie Anderson owner, I myself am on a Robbie Anderson hype train. Um, as he is now seeing more targets than any other of the Panthers receivers. And uh, with already that connection to his former college coach, um, and he's obviously made a connection with quarterback Teddy Bridgewater, yep. I'm excited to see where he can go. And um, he's definitely outperforming DJ Moore. Curtis Samuel's hardly done anything. Um, yeah. He is their clear number one guy, and I'm excited to see what he can do. Um yeah. Just need some touchdowns, man. Yeah, you know, it was funny when, when Cam was there, everybody thought that DJ Moore was going to emerge as the guy. And, you know, that Curtis Samuel was, was fading because DJ Moore was going to be the next thing. But, you know, then Robbie Anderson came in and said, you know, that number one wide receiver spot, it looks real nice. It'd be a shame if, you know, someone came in and took it. <laughs> yeah. So he, he put him in a body bag is what's happened. But, um... We'll talk a little bit more about DJ more later. Jacob, what do you have, man? Well, I'm looking at my lineup for week four, and <laughs> all things considered, I'd like to think I did pretty good. I acquired Joe Burrow in a trade. He put up 15 points. That's it's uh, manageable. That's manageable. My other quarterback, who I've talked about before, Tom Brady, put up 32, which is a little disappointing, but I can live with it. Circumstances circumstances most definitely melvin gordon <laughs> 25 points for gordon that's that's pretty good uh montgomery 10.7 points tyree kill 16 points Devonte parker 21 points george kittle oh my god 40 points holy crap awesome thank you daniel oh uh, you are very welcome aj green 1.3 points hey and that's, that's somebody when, else we're gonna talk about later <laughs> yes so i saw him on waivers and I'm going to admit, I, being the immature guy I am, I looked at the name AJ Green. And I was like, "Ooh, I got I got high on AJ's Green, so I picked him up." <laughs> yep. And uh, anyway, moving on to my defense. Yeah. Hey, man, that's a that's an awesome segue there, though, to to talk about you know, what this episode is going to be about today. Uh, it's you know it's a solemn occasion today, as we're not going to be celebrating the greatness of some of these players but instead we're going to take a look at some of the the big names and we're going to give a ceremony a fantasy football funeral i said it's a solemn occasion some of them put up wonderful wonderful years of great service thank you for your service yeah thank you for your service i guess now we'll talk about a little bit about news before we get into that Good evening. I'm Ron Burgundy, and this is what's happening in your world tonight. Did you know that Le'Veon Bell is off IR? I did hear that, and um, in fact, I tried to pick him up, but being 3-1 and one like I am, I am <laughs> low on the priority list. <laughs> Humble brag. Yeah. Well, there's the thing about that is that uh, Le'Veon Bell is, he's, he's constrained right now by the booty hole himself, Adam Gase. <laughs> The guy who never should have been a head coach. Yeah, yeah. Honestly, until until Gase, you know, they have the the free Le'Veon movement. Until that actually happens, 
I don't see much reason to have them. I mean, you could stash them away if if somebody was crazy enough to drop them. But uh, going on to oh, the Broncos, Noah Fant, he's been ruled out for week five against the Patriots. That. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So what does that mean to y'all? I mean, it, you know, is uh, who's next up for for the Broncos? It's just they're just riddled by so many injuries. Is who? It's a dart throw, baby. Well, maybe. Yeah, he he might get a whole lot more workload, especially in the passing game. I hope so. Is I don't know the Broncos right now are. Broncos just don't have anything going for them. Now, Murky Waters in L.A. is about to get a lot more murky because Cam Akers is back, which means you have three different running backs and you don't know which one's going to run for today. In other words, don't start any of the Rams running backs Mm -mm. because you never know what you're going to get. If you love pain, you may start a Rams running back, but most people that I know of at least aren't a big into that sort of thing, so... Hurt. Don't good. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, it's a good hurt. Julio Jones, he missed all three days of practice. Sorry, Will. Yeah. Mm. Rough day for Julio owners, but um, I think they should probably just sit him until he gets to back to one hundred percent, so they can be confident that he won't reaggravate that uh, hamstring injury because it's just going to be a pain. A pain in, uh, in a butt for him, his team, and his owners because, man, it's it's rough. Yeah. Now you see that. Um, oh. Washington has a new starting quarterback now. Kyle Allen. Yep. And what's one thing that somebody who's really not a starting quarterback, more of a backup quarterback, what's the one thing that they do? Throw interceptions. Well, they throw interceptions, but they they lock on to the number one man. Yep. Terry McLaurin is no longer on the injury report. So if you got him, happy days. Yeah. I don't. I'm 0-4. <laughs> Whoever has him, forget you. Anyways. I have another piece <laughs> of news here. Sam Darnold is not starting for the Jets this week. <laughs> I do believe. Oh, really? Let me just make sure I'm not wrong here. Um, Joe Flacco will be the starting quarterback in Week Five for the Jets. Wacko Flacco is taking your job, man. How's that feel? I honestly think it's about time. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know if if Joe Flacco can't <clears throat> perform uh, under. Adam Gase and the Jets team, then it's definitely just a major coaching issue. I have a feeling that if they uh, lose this Week Five matchup against the Cardinals, I think I think Gase is going to get it. Well, you would think that, but then he lost against a third-string quarterback with the Broncos, and they said mm, it was close enough. We'll keep they, him. I, I'm not even joking. They 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 said this um, because it wasn't as much of a blowout as the other games. They decided to keep him for another week. <laughs> oh, the booty hole. That is, are you paraphrasing? Or is... I'm paraphrasing, okay. but that is that, yeah. One one more bit of news that might uh, come to, you know, some, might be of interest to the Kelsey, not Kelsey, but Kittle owners, is that uh, Jimmy Garoppolo, uh, his coach, Coach Shanahan, says that he's 
looking like he's going to be the starter. Now, are you wondering that he won't get as many targets as he did when uh, the backup was in? I feel like Kittle is Kittle. I feel like they are completely 100% aware of his abilities. And I feel like they will continue to depend on his abilities. In the Well, if not in the exact same way, in a similar way. I don't think his workload is going to be hurt in any significant way, no. All right. Well, yeah, you might be right. You know, uh, a kittle here, a kittle there. Uh, the kill everywhere. Yeah, kill everywhere. <laughs> um, but one thing I did notice about the 49ers, and I'm sure everybody noticed, is that they are a very run-first offense, especially under Jimmy Garoppolo and Raheem Mostert. Um, there's a possibility that he's playing this week. I, I'd say it might be unlikely, um, but if he's not going to be back this week, he will probably be, probably be back next week. So um, anybody who has him, get ready to start him because you and you must you most start him. <laughs> you, you most start him. <laughs> Colonel Mustard, there it is. But yeah, I mean when when Mustard's on the field, he's. It's it's crazy. He's a top ten every week when he's on the field. He broke a record on that touchdown run for speed, right? Yeah. Or for not what it was faster than Tyreek. Yeah. That's nuts. Yeah. All right. Well, now we have to bring it down low. Bring us down, son. Bring us down. I was. I was having a moment of silence before we really get into this sad, sad occasion. Ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to welcome you all for being here uh, today as we talk about such ones as DJ Moore, T.Y. Hilton, Emmanuel Sanders, who else will? Uh, I'm probably going to have a quick speech about Kenyon Drake, although there is a possibility of revival. I, I think it's about time to put Kenyon Kenyan Drake down. Um, <laughs> sounds like a dog. Poor man. Um, Poor man. Another one I believe we'll talk about is AJ Green, who's getting up there and uh, just isn't seeing the targets anymore. No. Well, Jacob, would you like to begin this sad occasion? Who, I, who will you I eulogize like to, first? I like to begin... I am going to begin with someone who is currently and will most likely continue to currently sit very comfortably on my bench. And that is Emmanuel Sanders. Sanders, you're a good man. Well, I don't know if you're a good man, <laughs> but you're a good fantasy man for several years. We'll, we'll just give him the benefit of the doubt and say that he's a good man. You are a good man. <laughs> I believe you are a good man. Your quarterback is the second on my funeral list. I'll get, in, I'll get into that a little bit later. But the, the bottom line is, with all that has happened to the Saints over the past four weeks, the entire team <laughs> appears to be running on fumes at this point. I do, however feel that you are, for lack of a better word, old and washed up. 
and I'm sorry. To but... sum that up, we could say Emmanuel's the new man in town, and the Breeze, Camara, and um, Michael Thomas' relationship is not an open one. Yep, that's a lot more eloquently. I had I had a nice <laughs> I had a nice way to put it in my head, and my words failed me. It's okay. When when we're talking about players like this, a, a eulogy, oftentimes we get choked up. Indeed. Will take us on. <clears throat> okay, Kenyon Drake. Um, I, I'm not sure how much I like you. You played college at Alabama, my my most hated college team. Um, <laughs> uh, currently for the Cardinals, you are only averaging around 3.8 yards per carry. Have only scored one touchdown this entire season. Um, Kyler Murray is taking all the touchdown runs from you. You are not being efficient nor making big plays. Therefore, I must put you on the bench. Rest in peace, Kenyon Drake. Now I will talk about T.Y. Hilton. You were a top 10, top 15 uh, wide receiver for many years with... Andrew Luck as your quarterback. But then you had Brissett. And we're sorry for that. It wasn't your fault. You're a good guy. Philip Rivers. He's not the guy for you either. We should have a funeral for him too, but we just don't have time. Nor do I want to give him a funeral because I just don't like him. Fancy crematorium. Yes, we will give him the crematorium. <laughs> Phyllis Rivers. But T.Y. Hilton, thank you for your service. Alright, well, this one is its painful. Drew Brees. Mm. I loved you, man. I really did. But 56% of your throws have traveled at least 10 yards. That strong arm strength, man. Your, your arms are little little bony women's arms. <laughs> what you have become is shocking and sorrowful. This is rather disrespectful, what do <laughs> you think? Out of respect, I'm editing that. <laughs> All I can say is how the mighty have fallen. And I understand fully if this is your last year, and I probably, I don't think there's any doubt that it will be at this point. All right. All right. My other man. My other man uh, for my funeral is gonna be Golden Tate. Um, Golden Tate, you you used to be good. You had you had your golden years, Golden Tate. <laughs> However, you're ending near you're near the end of your career, and so far you have seen no more than five catches per game. Um. It's his prime is up, and uh, with Daniel Jones as his quarterback, with Daniel Jones as uh, Golden Tate's quarterback, he ain't gonna get any better. So I'm going to lay Golden Tate to rest. Don't start him. Well, I'm gonna end this with AJ Green. I uh, I believed in him. I believed in the talent. He came into the league the same year as 
um, Julio Jones, and he rivaled Julio's talent, uh, you know, step by step. And then he was plagued by his injuries. And we felt that if he could just make it back, we would get the same A.J. Green. It broke my heart. He's the Casper of the team. He's very, very much a ghost. A.J. Green, I'm sorry. Rest in peace with your fantasy points. Lay the spirit to rest. Yes. Honorable mention, DJ Moore, you are no more. <laughs> but it's only honorable mention because you never were, sadly. Perhaps there is potential there, but you're just getting phased out by your own offense. Any other honorable mentions? Sounds more like a dishonorable mention there. <laughs> <laughs> well, sometimes truth is a powerful thing. You can't handle the truth. I, I, I wrap mine up. I'm done. <clears throat> Alright, well... I submit mine to their coffins. Okay. Well, we'd like to thank all of you for being here for this occasion. We... It, it hurts whenever we see players phasing out. Because there'll be a, a, long, a long time and maybe even a, a decade where you'll see players just rise... And they will be the workhorse of a team and somebody that you can, you know, put the, the whole team on their back. But for these players, that those times have come to an end. Again, thank you all for being here. And that is our funeral service for these players. Now, to get on a happier note... <laughs> We'd like y'all to, to listen again next time to the Fantasy uh, Stooges podcast. There, I almost forgot our own name. The Fantasy Stooges podcast. And again, I'm Daniel. I'm Jacob. I'm Will. And thank you for coming.